Welcome to the Every Thought Matters podcast, where I get a chance to talk to people about their thoughts, their journeys, and have a little fun and hopefully learn something about ourselves along the way. So please click like, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a comment, and thank you so much for listening. It truly means a lot to me. Have a great day, and remember, every thought does matter. Today's podcast is with Elizabeth Blake Thomas, a writer, producer, director, and most of all, a storyteller. She's launched medicine with words to help people in their journey in life. That means different things to different people, and she talks about the differences from being a passionate witness to the book she's working on and many other things that are all tied into the fact that she is a storyteller and using medicine with words to help people. So join us today for a compelling conversation about where she's at and what she's about. I hope you enjoy. Well, hi, Elizabeth. Good to see you. Well, actually hear you. And I hope you're doing well. And how's La La Land? La La Land is still La La-ish. It is uh, busy for some people, not so much for others. But for me in particular, I, have, um, I haven't stopped, actually. So... I think it just depends what industry you're in. That makes sense. I would actually, that's what I've been hearing from, you know, my friends back in LA, you know, it's for some, it's actually still going on in the entertainment business, but for others, I have some friends that are not actually in the business. So um, they're still working or either working from home using zoom, like we're using here to record the audio. So anyway, that's good. You're always busy though. I mean, you've got like, you know, for those not in the entertainment industry, the internet movie database and you get all your credits listed. And I looked your credits up and they're just ridiculous. Like you've got <laughs> so much going on as a producer, you're a writer, you're a director, you're all kinds of things. And yet now you're launching something really cool, which is kind of neat. And I want you to talk about, which is called medicine with words. And I don't know what else you have going on. And you have also a mother, you know, Isabella's doing great stuff. So you just kind of talk about what you want to talk about to see where you're at and what you've got going on and why you've made the choices you made to get where you're at. Cause you have a very interesting, interesting path to where you're at today. Well, I think that, you know, when you go through the list of things like, Oh, I, you know, the director, the writer, the producer, I'm a mother, everything you've just um, explained and talked about is kind of why I, uh, I am medicine with words. I always was medicine with words. I just didn't know it. And that's encompassed from the word storyteller. Um, I always said to people, you know, when I'm a director on set, I'm basically being a mother. You're, you're in charge of people, making sure they're happy and healthy and they get through their, their period of growth. You know, every movie is a baby. Um, when I'm writing, again, I'm mentoring, guiding, it's all under the same kind of umbrella. And I think the, uh, what was so incredible for me during this uh, great pause was that I, I acknowledged the term storyteller and I'll never forget the, the time I'd taken myself off this year for the first time ever. I normally, I, I don't spend any money on me because I don't need anything, you know, and the money goes on Isabella. And this year I realized that I needed to take myself off and spend some money on going off and getting my, my head space clear because it had been such an incredibly busy 
five years. Um, and what I mean by that is five years of being in, in this industry for me, all my movies, directing, writing, producing, before then was an intense five years added on of being the mother with Isabella in the industry. Take five years before that, and then that is being a mother full time, you know, trying to set up my theatre company still, still doing my things. You know, five years before that was me working after university. So it goes on and on and on. So so I got to this point where the great pause hit and I went, huh, I just think I need to stop for a minute. And um, and I did. And I took myself off to a special place in Palm Springs, which I go to regularly now. And then there was uh, it was the middle of summer. And I thought, actually, let's do something different. And I've got a wonderful place I visit in. Uh, it's called Los Alamo up near north of Santa Barbara and there's a beautiful B&B there I mean just just magical nobody's around again I had to go to places where nobody was going to be near me because of COVID and I did all this creative work worked on myself I'm writing I'm, I've done you know all my all my um kind of prep work and I'm driving back and the word comes to me storyteller I am a storyteller and everything that I like, do, am, acknowledge is all encompassed in that one word. And I cried. I burst into tears and I cried for about half an hour as I was driving back with the relief that I had found my purpose, uh, as Joseph Campbell says, my bliss. And that moment has not altered what I do because I was always doing it but it has really just given me this feeling of like everything I'd, I'd been working towards, this is now the answer. This is now just this one simple word. And then over the whole period of time when that happened, I knew that what I'd been doing is creating, constantly creating these spaces for people to grow and guide. And I was doing this naturally. And so that's how Medicine with Words was born because I wanted to give it again, like storyteller, I wanted to give it meaning. And so everything I do now is encompassed, has got the methodology that I always did, but is now medicine with words. And so that, that's true because I never thought of you that way. I always thought of you as a storyteller because that's what a filmmaker is. The filmmaker is a storyteller, whether you're up to me, that's, always been there, but I love the, the framing of it being medicine with words because that's what film should be. It should be entertainment, mind you, and it's, it's a, you know, escape from reality a little bit, but you can also find some medicine in pretty much anything in the entertainment industry. And I like the fact that you framed that. So what encompasses, like, I know just, like you've got a website and now you've got, you know, an Instagram account that's tied into that, but what, what's the content like for that? Or is that just tied into your projects or is it a little separate? What's that mean? Medicine with words to, to somebody who wants to consume it. So medicine with words is specifically related to um, being for helping people find their bliss. It's holistic, it's happiness. It's all the words that we love. It's, it's, it's connected to all those feelings that we have, but maybe we don't have the time to 
embrace. It's connected to our way of life. It's connected to day to day. So I embrace and embody medicine with words, methodology, with everything I do. So for example, I, um, my strategy when I wake up in the morning, I wake at 6 a.m., I write my pages, I read, I go on my paddleboard. I, I have things that I do that I know set my day well. I have only a very finite amount of time on technology. I don't put my energy into things that are negative. I, there are several things that I constantly do every day, which is why I am so unbelievably happy, calm, serene, content, all of those words. So what I believed was right was I wanted to share that with everybody. I wanted other people to feel like this. I wanted other people to get that. And so I work with uh, so many different types of people from nonprofits all the way to, you know, wealthy individuals that live in mansions in Malibu. Um, I work on Zoom. I work in person, which I do prefer. I do prefer in person. Um, I set this up by being a professor at Pepperdine and I was running that storytelling and the power of our words last semester. And I had to, you know, 24 people that I had to, um, that I had to work with, but on Zoom and they were all at the same time actually. So I, I work with young people. I work with families. I work with older people because what I'm about should be for everybody. This isn't something, you could have this feeling and this vibe, whether you're an accountant, whether you're, um, I don't know, a vet, or you're in the industry, or you're a sports person, whatever it is. So I create these spaces, these safe spaces for the individual to grow, to flourish. Then I also have the other side whereby there are people that I, I'm dealing with who maybe, you know, they've had a trauma in their life and we rewrite their story. And then I also have people that, you know, just need a little bit of support. I'm their compassionate witness and they, they're doing a cleanse or they're doing a 21 days of abundance or whatever it is they do. And I'm there and they check in with me. So it really does work for a lot of different people. I just stuck, got stuck on compassionate witness. I just absolutely, you know, you're a prolific writer because you've written a lot of your movies and you write just in general, but I just think that's just a beautiful framing of something that we all need is a compassionate witness to help ourselves heal, whatever. And one of the things that I've learned through doing this podcast is giving people a container in which for them to be themselves and just bring out that real truth that they are. And I like the fact that you want to be able to do that for other people and not have, you are using your life experiences to actually help people get that container or be a compassionate witness or help rewrite that, you know, trauma story, which as a, you know, you're a writer, so that's a great thing that you can do. I know because, but all of those different things are great avenues for you to help 
one person at a time because it's not help. You know, saving the world is not saving everybody. It's saving one person at a time. Well, I think people get stuck in their stories as well. They get stuck in what they think it should be, what it was, what it is right now. And we are, we're in charge of everything we do. We have our own power. And so I like to give that power back to people. That's neat. And that's a, again, that's a beautiful way to look at it too, because when you create that container, you do give them that back that power. And I, like today, I literally just woke up feeling really powerful and it's my day off. So it's part a little bit of that, but it's also just, I gave myself that space to do that and feeling which is very, very important. And again, that's something that, you know, I had to learn. I, again, I, I'm very, very pleased. I, I never have any regrets in my life, but I'm very, very pleased that the last five years were filled with me doing those movies because what I then had, I never put anything off. That's, that's my philosophy is if you can do it today, just do it because who knows? And I like to go to bed every day knowing that if I died today then would I be happy and every day I say yes so um I I needed that I loved I almost had a backlog of stuff that allowed me then this year and I've not reached my year of of the great pause yet my great pause began April the 1st because I was still uh filming a movie right up until March the end of March so April 1st was when I entered the world that everybody else had been in for a couple of weeks, I think. So I gave myself this year to say, right, you're going to have finished everything by April 1st. And so not only was I able to give myself that time to, to grow and recover and recuperate um, and flourish, I was also able to complete two of my uh, podcasts which I'd already recorded one but not got around to putting it together you know so now my second one is out at the moment storytelling without fear my book filmmaking without fear comes out April and my book storytelling without fear comes out at the end of the um end of the year and I'm about to record podcast three living without fear and my book living without fear will be out next year so those things have been completed my my docs have been completed my movies that needed selling and finishing are all out there so it's been it, it's nice to feel that there's that time to to grow from stuff that I had already been working on. Um, so it's not about saying, you know, you can't be busy and you can't be doing things, but it's also recognizing when that's right and when it isn't for you personally. That's, yeah, and that's a wealth of experience for you to actually bring to the table for other people to help other people because you created that space for yourself to be able to do all of those things and it's one of the things I've always liked about you and you're one of the few people in LA that I still miss literally and no. that's one of the things that drew me to you is your positivity you've always to me and you know, maybe that's what you showed, but you showed that to me. You always had a positive attitude around me and always show, you did a really good job of shining the light on the goodness around people. I saw you like there was, I must have been like either Memorial Day or July 4th. Of, you know, I, you invited me down for a little gathering on the boat and I just thought, 
you know, I saw how you treated people and you just shone the light on them. And for the both of us of being a producer, that's one thing that I learned about myself, just like you, is that I know how to do that with people. And that's been like the common thread in my life was just why I'm a coach now. And when I was a computer programmer, I did that. When I was a filmmaker, I did that. Even when I was, you know, a clerk way back when I did that, I, I think you have found that that, you know, I had a conversation a couple weeks ago during the great freeze here in Texas, where I was, we were talking about purpose and a lot of people think purpose should be a vocation and it's not a purpose is to me, it's a feeling. And it seems like you have found that feeling for your purpose. Definitely, definitely. And it's, um, it, it embodies everything that I do and everything that I'm about. And that's the other thing, because I think people feel like it's kind of separate, but, but literally everything I do, I revert back to, does this fit with my methodology for medicine with words, which I know is so brilliant and helpful and lovely and kind and, you know, room for growth, et cetera, et cetera. And, and yes, it is always. Yeah, I have found, like, with your medicine with words, it's just with me, I just, just comparing it a little bit, which it's just that I felt that with everything I've done. And that's why I knew that this, my purpose is to elevate others so they can heal and elevate, in turn, pay it forward to elevate others in their lives as well. Because, and that's kind of what you're trying to do also is, help people either give them a container to help heal that trauma or give them a container, just a compassionate witness. I just absolutely love that. That's just, to me, that's beautiful. That's very moving words to me that can help. It gives you a soft imagery of some, a, a safe place. And I know for me, that, that kind of moved me when you said that. I'm like, oh. I felt it deep in my gut because everybody has gone through something. Not, and that's one of the hardest lessons in life to learn is that you're not unique. You know, your journey is unique, but you're not unique. A lot of people have gone through a lot of things, but you're not alone in the world. But you could either use that yeah. as a, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm fumbling with words now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Well, one of the biggest things that I say is that um, if I, and I, it's on my site and it's on most of my most of my methodology that if you if you imagine that every word you spoke was worth one dollar, but every word you didn't speak was worth two. And it's amazing how many things we wouldn't say and the time that we wouldn't waste in putting our words out there. Um, and I, I live by that as well. That's absolutely brilliant. I had to write that down because that's, <laughs> wow, yet another powerful moment because, wow, that makes sense though because, you know, as we know from the entertainment world, silence does speak louder than words. So, you know, and you as a director know you want to get the right shot and doesn't necessarily you're getting somebody to say something emotional you just want them to feel that emotional and that's worth more what you're saying that's worth more than 
them saying words on the screen, which I, in real life, that's very powerful. Well, in all honesty, even even something like this, you know, I would prefer. That's why my podcasts are only ten minutes long, because I can say what I need to say in ten minutes. I I don't feel that, that they need to be uh, as you know the chatting when people chat on phones, when people are on Zooms, and people are on podcasts. It's actually about the quality, not the quantity. And I'd prefer to give you half an hour of good stuff than an hour and a half of nothing. And it doesn't well, I mean agree. that I would give you an hour and a half of good stuff but people also people's time is precious and that's something else that I'm very very cognizant of I will always say to people listen it's 10 minutes it's all you need to give to me or you know does an hour work for you because because even if it's about time out so my time is incredibly precious to me that is the most important thing that I have in my life and I'm abundant with it and therefore I like to use it in a wise way and so to give my time I mean I'm actually on four podcasts this week which is the most I've been on in a couple of weeks because I, I took some some time out from them because I was on them in constantly over the uh, the great pause but I I didn't mind doing that this week because I've got that time to give, because if I'm giving the time, I want to give it lovingly and I want to give it properly and not because I am just, you know, flitting. I mean, I, as I said to you before we started, you know, at two o'clock, I've got a call, but I've got a call with my assistant. There's flexibility. But again, I knew that it was about saying, actually, my time is precious. Your time is precious. The people who are listening to this, their time is precious. And I don't, I don't take that lightly. Yeah, and it still goes back to me, you know, just, I'm, I can remember when I'm, exactly when I met you at, at Hermosa Beach, it's a Hermosa Beach Film Festival. One of my friends talked me into going to that, which, you know, and Hermosa Beach, outside of Manhattan Beach, probably my favorite place in the world. Absolutely one of my favorite places in the world ever. And I've been, I've been to a lot of fancy places, but I love that place. And I remember meeting you and I remember meeting Isabella and I was, you gave me the time, but, and again, you didn't consume it exorbitantly because, and you know, you and both, I have both been to film festivals and stuff like that, where people can really truly use up a lot of your time, but you were just so kind and so generous and so thoughtful. Both you and Isabella were just, I don't know, it just blew me away. And I was so grateful that we've kept in contact and that was like 2015 or 16, probably 15. And you've always exuded that with me though. And I'm sure you do that with everybody else, your crew and your friends and your neighbors even. So where did that come from? I mean, how did, did you, is that just part of your personal growth where you feel like now this is becoming more and more important to me or you've always been that way? You know, I think I've always been that way. I had, um, I, I had a friend when I was back in the UK who would always say to me things like, how do you know this stuff? Because well, the way I brought Isabella up, how do you know this? She said, you must have been here before. You must have been, you know, and as we all know, I, I mean, I believe in that constantly. You know, I'm just a soul from a, a, a different time. So I, 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 it was just, it's just something in me. I just... If it really is who you are and it's authentic, then I think that just shines through. But it depends on where you put yourself. For example, I knew that in order for me to flourish and grow, 
I needed to be in in somewhere like California. I had to be in a space that let me grow. I'm, um, you know, I'm like a palm tree. I was brought over here. Um, I'm not native. I, I needed to flourish. And the UK at that time wasn't a place where I could really be totally who I wanted to be. I couldn't find my people, as it were. And so I've always been like this. But the British people, are there's a, there's a very different style to British people, as we all know and love. And so the way I brought my daughter up, I mean, homeschooling, I was, I was actually accused when my daughter was five years old by this woman of abusing my child because I was homeschooling. I mean, that's, that's serious language. By homeschooling my child and making a choice to not put them in school, I was abusing my child. And that really rang true for me because it, it really was about people having very different choices over there and opinions and not understanding that it's okay to do different things. So when I brought Isabella over here when she was 10, um, it really, it always felt like it was home. Now, you're going to get people everywhere, all over the world that aren't going to agree with you, and that's fine. But what, what California has allowed me to do is to put down roots and allow me the, you know, I literally am like a plant. I grow in the sunshine. I need to have the vitamin C. I need to have the sea. I need to have the air around me to allow me to flourish. And then I can go off now and do good or live anywhere or be anywhere. But I know what works for me. So I can always come back to here. I can always come back to ground myself. But that person that I am now is always who I was. I just didn't have the space to be that person. That's fascinating because actually, you know, I actually agree with that because we are who we are, but giving yourself a container, as you said, you do that for other people, but you're also doing it for yourself is giving yourself the space to be authentically who you are and find out what makes you tick and what makes you tick is that sunshine and LA is really good about that. Hermosa Beach is a little bit less LA than most places, but because they're it's such a the vibe there like in Hermosa and Manhattan is just so laid back you know nobody bothers anybody and that gives you room to grow and you have to me since I've known you you've been this amazing positive influence on me you've always been a positive influence on me and you've always been an inspiration to me just based on what you've done and you rattled off earlier all these you know several books and the one about fear coming out next year, I will definitely buy because I love, I'm all into that kind of thinking and I'd love to hear about it because, but you've done so much and you've been such an inspiration to me just by how much you've done. And, but I also know, I've seen you interact with even your editor and stuff and you just are, I see how people react to you and you have that gift of being able to uplift people not just with medicine, with words, it's just by your presence of how you are around them. Well, and that's that's what medicine with words is, you see. That's the thing. It was very much about that's what I was doing anyway. So I've just given it this understanding and capability to affect lots of people now. Which I think is great. And I, I what's interesting, too, about you, and I'm finding this really here in, in the middle of this path, you know, a half an hour in is 
for you, medicine with words is just like how you are. You're straight to the point. You're not flowery or there's no fluff in what you talk about, which I truly, you know, I think is, again, that's another gift because sometimes I don't have it because it'll take me a little bit to get to the right question, but I don't care. That's who I am. But uh, I, you're, you're even, I won't say stingy with words. You're just direct with what you say and how you get to the point. And that's a, that's a, not easy to do, especially as a writer, to be able to get to a point just like that. It took me about 60 seconds just to come up to say, you really are, you know, God, I can't even try the right adjectives, but you're not stringent, but you're just straight to the point. And I love that about you. Well, I think I think the, the, the other thing is that, you know, words are precious and the choice of words is very important. Like you just said, you know, you kind of went oh, stingy with the words or oh, that's not quite right. It's important to work out what words work. Um, so for me, for example, I bought I bought um, something the other day, this beautiful vintage dress. And as I was driving home with it, I was saying to myself, OK, I bought her. Did I buy this dress? I went and found this dress. And I was going through sentences in my head and I was going, no, I know what I did. I took her home. So when somebody says to me, I love your dress, I'll say, yes, I took her home a couple of weeks ago from a lovely antique shop because my dress is a soul. My dress has a purpose. She's something that can be embodied. So I, I, I like that. I like thinking about what type of words you use, what describes things. And that's very important to me as well. I, yeah, you're amazing to me. And I agree with that. You took that, you took her home. And I think that's a beautiful way to look at it because then that brought up, you know, a, a quote from a friend of mine that I absolutely love. And I don't know who, I don't know the backstory for Ram Dass, but he has a quote and I just absolutely love it. It says, we are all walking each other home. And you have that mm -hmm. gift when you're around people, you are helping people walk home. Yes, I like that, I like that. Well, I think it's important to recognize everybody as an individual as well, because that's the other thing we can all get, you know, put into these boxes. And I like, I like to allow people to grow and step out of those boxes and, and find, you know, the, the words that we use nowadays are find your true self or, you know, and I, I actually, I, I don't like to use that terminology because again, that's almost put you in a box in itself. You're suddenly one of those people that needs to be, you know, finding your true self. It's like, no, no, hold on. We're just, we're just all on our own journey. And um, who knows where that journey is going to lead us to. And that's why I'm also, you know, I'm very right-brained and left-brained. And that's where my, uh, my kind of business acumen and my creativity meet. And that's why you could be somebody that's coming to me and saying you want help with raising money for a startup. I can guide you with that as much as I can guide somebody who wants to find their true purpose in life. Um, so, you know, I kind of, I work with a lot of different people because we're all different. Well, I think that's just amazing to me. And I, I personally, as someone who knows you, I know you can bring all of those things to the table, whether it's, you know, finding venture capital for a startup to, you know, rewriting a story about your trauma. I know you have that gift. I really do. It's, 
something about you that you'll always bring out the good in me. Cause I, when I started this podcast, you know, and talking to you, I was like, you know, right, let's see what this is. And now I feel like a million dollars at the end of this. Cause I really do. You have that gift and you can bring, that's what you do is you can bring that to the table for everybody. So, and I truly am. And I mean this sincerely, I'm looking forward to your book that's coming out next year about fear because I don't live with a lot of fear, but there's a couple that are, that are you know, now that I'm peeling away a lot of the layers, I came in, you know, kind of like you, I live in a little, I live in a trailer, it's not a boat, but it's not much bigger than your boat. And it's really helped me peel away a lot of layers of really who I really am. And fear has come up in a couple of instances. So, and I know coming from you, that book's going to be amazing. So I look forward to seeing that next year. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I definitely, there was a structure to them all. You know, the filmmaking without fear was obviously much more about the industry. It's following right. my progression, really. Storytelling without fear is where I am this year and encompassing storytelling and finding your power, your bliss, medicine with words. And then living without fear is, is, is on another trajectory. Um, and all yeah. three have got something very unique to give to people. I agree. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm blessed to know you, blessed to call you my friend. Oh, and thank you, Kelly. You know that. And I, you, I always feel so much better about myself after talking to you. I really do. So thank you. Well, it's amazing what you've done as well and moving over there and, you know, being, doing something so different, you know, that took a lot of, of courage and, and, and belief in what you were about. Um, and I remember you saying how you went over there and with your car, your dog, your bike, you know, it's, um, it, it's, but it's about making the most of our day. And as I said, if even, if everybody can look at their life and say, if, if I was to end it today, if this was it and the world was to stop right now, would I, would I be happy with what I've achieved today? And that could be, this is what I say to people, if you decide on your day that you want to sit there and just watch the birds and flowers, that's fine. This isn't about doing stuff if that's what you choose to do, but it's about making those choices with how you want to spend your life because we do only have one of them uh, in this current state. And the fact that I, you know, I often use the terminology with people when I say, you know, I, I'm working with a couple of people that have more yesterdays than tomorrows. And then I have a lot of people that are, they've got more tomorrows than yesterdays, but it puts a perspective on people when we all know what's going to happen and none of us know when. So why waste any time? And as I said, that doesn't mean that if my wasting time now is not meaning that I'm sitting there enjoying my boat. That's not wasting time. That's actually enjoying my time. Whereas maybe wasting my time was going to five events in a day when I just didn't need to. So it's about how we spend our time, how we want to live as individuals. I love that. And you filled me up with so much joy. I, I got goosebumps, but that's, You've always had that ability to transform that into me and then ever since I've ever met you. So, and I you know, truly love and adore both you and Isabella. Do you want to give me kind of a, a quick summation of how people can find you? And because I think people need your gifts. I really do. Whether it's a film, whether it's medicine with words, storytelling, your books, how, how can they reach out to you? 
So I'm on at Elizabeth underscore B underscore T on all platforms. And I'm also at Medicine with Words. And I have my website, um, which is the medicinewithwords.com. I also have Mother Daughter Entertainment. So my website for that is uh, Mother and Daughter Ent. And our Instagram is Mother and daughter ent i think i'm just trying to remember the instagram <laughs> for it um but because i don't i don't run that one in particular that's the films um but that's run by a fantastic team with my daughter obviously and a couple of my other producers so my right. film stuff would be mother daughter my personal stuff is elizabeth and my um any form of healing is medicine with words um and i am everywhere i mean you can type my name into google and i appear <laughs> i love it and well I'm just grateful that we've set this up and then thank your assistant and you for getting this scheduled and sorry about last week, but or it was well, I'm just glad you're, I'm glad you're okay. And I'm glad everybody in Texas is okay. Yeah, no kidding. And I do appreciate your time. And I know you got a, an appointment at the top of the hour, so I'll let you go. So you can just kind of take a deep breath, relax and prep for your, your next call. Thank you, Kelly. And you take care. You take care as well. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye.